It is Lamed Menachem Av, Tav Gimel, the 30th of the month of Menachem Av, 5783, otherwise known as Rosh Chodesh Elo, here at the database with Rabbi Shua Eisenberg. We're here at Inyana Diomi, we are looking to earlier today, which was Chavtes Menachem Av, the 29th of Menachem Av, and the Daf was the very second Daf in the Seches Kedushin, which in the world of Daf Yomi means Daf Gimel, 3 in Kedushin, where we find an incredible Yisod, a foundational point in the learning of Kola Torah Kula, how we derive Halachos. I'm about to give you a brief, abridged snippet of an incredible sheer Klali from my Rebbe Ravionis and Sachs, which really can be found on many Dapim throughout Shas, as you will see how foundational the point is, but it certainly can be found on today's Dapim Kedushin, and it also emerges from a very important Pasuk in this week's Parsha, Parsha Shoftim. The Gemara on Daf Gimel and Kedushin is looking for the source that a father can accept Kesef, he can accept money on behalf of his daughter so that she can be married and that he, in fact, acquires the money of Kedushin. And in looking for the source for this halacha, the Gemara also explores for the source that a man is zocha to the maiseyadeha, the earnings of his daughter. Of course, that is when she is in his household before she is married. And the Gemara seeks out a source from the Pasuk pertaining to hafaras nadarim, the annulment of pledges, of oaths, vows, that perhaps someone might make a daughter in her father's household. The Pasuk, in fact, says, and the Gemara asks, maybe we can learn it out from the fact that the Pasuk says, Minu reha besaviha, right? Tepukle, learn it out from that Pasuk, Minu reha besaviha, of what she does in her youth when she's in her father's house. So the Gemara says, one second, wasn't that written in, in the context of Hafaris Nadarim, the annulment of vows? So the Gemara says, Hachanami, yes. And maybe we should learn from Hafaras Nadarim that just like the father has control on whether or not his young daughter can uphold a vow that she makes, he could annul her vow. So maybe, in the same vein, he should be able to acquire her earnings, and we can derive that from this Pasuk regarding Hafaras Nadarim. And the Gemara says very simply, Mamona me isura lo yalfinon. We do not derive Mamona, financial law, me isura, from laws pertaining to prohibitions. Right? So that is what the halacha says. We do not derive financial law from prohibition. Now, the question is, what is the perhaps forethought of the Gemara, the Hava Amina, that you would be able to do such a thing? And this, my Rebbe explains, is a very Foundational Tosefta in Sanhedrin, in Zion Hay, 7-5 in Sanhedrin, where the Tosefta says, Kol ha inyan echadhu. That the entirety of all of Torah is one subject. It is, in fact, only one concept, and everything can be derived from one another. Says my Rebbe, this is the source, or I, the, I should say this is the basis for the concept of Binyan Av, where you have a model halacha, where we derive other halachos, from one halachic construct, uh, construct that which you see here can also be true there. So, for example, if we know that in the Mishkan, the Gemara tells us that we know that the Atzei Shitim were standing in the Mishkan, the, the cedar woods were standing because that was the way they grew, and from there we can derive that the way you should hold an Esarug and Lulav is the way they grew. Why? Because Kol Tarkula in Yenechad. When all things are equal, you should be able to learn anything from anything in the Torah. Therefore, we have the concept of Abba the common denominator. We can learn something from something else. 
And yet, explains my Rebbe, however, there is a Pasuk in Parsha Shoftim. In Parsha Shoftim, we find it in Perak Yedzayin, Pasachas, Ki When there is something that is wondrous to you, something that's too difficult, too far out for you, beyond you to interpret when it comes to Jewish law, Bein dam ladam, bein din ladin, nega lenega. When, whether it's between blood and to other blood, from law to other law, from a plague um, to another plague, um, so divrei rivos, whether it's uh, matters of quarrel, bisharech in your gate, v'kanta ve'alisa, so you shall promptly, um, you should arise, elam akom, to the place of shevachar Hashem, elakechabo, to the place that Hashem chooses, so that the kohanim and the leviim and the, the shoftim of the times, that they could address this important halacha question. But the question is, what exactly are these phrases that the Pasuk refers to? Bein dam ladam, between blood and blood. Bein din ladin, law to another law. Uvein nega nega, and between uh, um, a, a lesion and another lesion, a plague and another plague. So this, the Vilna Gon explains in Adaris Eliyahu, on our Pasuk, uh, that the dam, din, and nega, they refer to three different categories of halacha. Right. So, for example, dam ladam refers to dam nida. Right. When you see when a when a when a rav when a shofe when he looks at the dam a stain of blood is that the blood of nida or is it the blood of perhaps ziva a different kind of a discharge? What are the halachic differences between the two? That's something for the shofe to explain. That's the category of iser v'heter prohibition and permission. And yet, on the other hand, we have bein din ladin. What does that refer to? That refers to mamona. Hilchos nezikin, for example. Or when it comes to any kind of financial law, whether it's damages, whether it is with regards to loans. And there the question is not whether it's iser or it's heter, whether it's usr or whether it's mutter, whether it's prohibited or whether it is permitted. But the question there is chayiv or putter. Are you obligated to pay? Are you exempt? Are you putter from paying? Is one Zoha that the, that the other one, um, he merits and he seizes the object or not? And the final category, Benega Lenega, what does that refer to? So we're talking about different kinds of Tumah when it comes to Tumah Saras, for example, Tumah and Tahara. Is it Tahor or is it Tameh? Is it pure or is it impure? But we see here three different halachic categories at least, and perhaps there are many, many more. But the baseline says the Vilna Gomi have these six um, determinations in halacha. Aser, mutter. Chayev, putter. Tameh, or tahor. And because of this differentiation, this pasuk in Shoftim, we see that although, this may be true, but not all the time do we find that the halachos of each kind of category intersects, that we can always derive one from another. In fact, we find the opposite sometimes. The Gemara in Brachos and Dafiotes says the opposite of what we said in our Gemara, that isura mimamuna lo yalfinu. We do not derive laws of prohibition from laws of, of money when it comes to financial law. In our Gemara in Kedushin, it said the opposite, that we do not derive mamona from isura. We do not derive financial law from prohibition. Here, the opposite as well. We do not necessarily derive prohibition from financial law. And my Rebbe explains further that if you want to know uh, of how to rule in a certain case, let's say the biggest indicator of what category of halacha it is, is how we rule in the case of a suffix, in the case of a doubt. That is because whether we're talking about dam, din, or nega, we are going to find different modes of nihug, of hanhaga, how you're supposed to act. What's the protocol in the case of suffix? 
For example, when it comes to Isr Vahetzer, we have a general concept of Safik Diaraisa Luchumra, Safik Dirabanan Lukhula. Or if you have a doubt when it comes to biblical law, usually we are we are stringent. When it comes to a doubt in rabbinic law, usually we are lenient. And yet when it comes to uh, when it comes to a suffolk in a case of financial law, right? Some people, two people are fighting over an object. They're both arguing that it is theirs. So we have the principle in the case of suffolk. What do we say? We don't. We don't. We don't question whether it's deris or derabanan, but we question who is the original owner. Who is according to the original status quo? Who is the one that is currently the muhzuk over the object? Who is the one that has the object within his own grasp right now? And yet, when it comes to tuma and tahara, negal and nega. It's a completely different mode of, 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 of law, of rules. For example, when it comes to a suffix of Tumah, if you are in doubt whether or not something is pure or impure, we have to ask the question, well, where was the Tumah, or where was the prospective object found? Was it found in Rishas Yachid or Rishas Harabim? Because suffix Tumah in Rishas Harabim is going to be Tahor. Yet in Rishas Yachid, it's going to be Tameh. So this we find is an incredibly sowed in our Gemara, that, again, emerges from our Parsha as well. The concept in this case that we are not Melef, we do not learn Mamona from Isura. I'll finish off with just a point that Rabbi Eli Stefanski made in um, in his Dafyomi Shir from MDY, Merkaz Dafyomi, also the host of 8-Minute Daf, and he explained the famous story, um, uh, um, whether or not it's a true story is not the point, but the but the MS of the story is that a lot of the time, this is not only true in Halacha, but it's also true in Hashkafa, that unfortunately many times, um, uh, how you observe one form of halacha is not necessarily an indicator of how strict and how firm you'll be in another area of halacha. That we do not necessarily derive financial law, how people will act in a case of mamunus, um, from how they will act in a case of isurim, of prohibition. The story goes that the person left his milk in the in the fridge, and the milk was chal uh, of Yisrael milk, or at least, at least that was the presumption, and the person kept on stealing his milk. Right, and what the person put a sign on the door saying that, uh, or on the milk, saying that this belongs to so and so, taking it as gneva, and the person was stealing it nonetheless. And yeah, when the person changed the label on the milk to say that it was not chalav yisrael, but it was chalav stam, or perhaps not even kosher, all of a sudden the person who kept on taking it did not want to drink from it anymore. He didn't care about the mamanus. He didn't care about the geneva that he was doing. But he was very concerned about the uh, you know about the iser v'heter. Is this something that is aser? So this was something that was an indicator of perhaps how firm he could be in one area of halacha, but not another. There is definitely so much more to be said, but that will have to suffice for now. As always, if you enjoyed this, share and others like it on the podcast and want to partner up with us with a sponsorship. If you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the Database Podcast WhatsApp group where, where you can find links to every uploaded share and links to share them that I repost due to their relevance, then all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase.gmail.com. That's the data than base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Until next time, stay tuned and attuned to these incredible Inyan and Thank you for joining us here at the Database.